Welcome once again to Devotional. This is lesson number two for the week of October 6 through 12. This is lesson number one, day number one, Sabbath, October 6. I am so happy that you are joining us again for um, a beginning of a new week. Uh, Saturday afternoon, Sabbath afternoons are a great time to get acquainted with the lesson and I actually try to read or glance through the whole thing. Saturday afternoon is just usually a one or one and a half paragraph long. Um, and I do encourage people to read the verses that we are told to read <laughs> that we sometimes skip over. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, Jeremiah chapter 3, uh, Judges 17, 1 Kings 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and Acts chapter 20. And you can actually just set your phone. Chances are you're listening to this on a phone. Um, you can use the Bible app and it has a free audio uh, resources that you can listen. Uh, I usually pick the New International Version, and uh, while I'm driving, I will listen to the chapters of the Bible. And you can you'll be surprised. You can usually, in a 15 minute commute from my house to the church, 15 20 minutes, I can usually do four to five chapters um, just in that commute, and it's just a way to supplement the in betweens and use the time wisely. And if you're also wondering what um, what lesson we're talking about. Um, you will see links uh, underneath the, if you scroll down, you will see some links to a web browser where you can ac have access to the lesson right this instant. And also you will have uh, links to download the app for your iPhone, your Android phone. And I recommend that you do that. And also I want to ask that um, if you've been blessed by these, just subscribe. You, you should find a button or a little star that you can, when you tap on it, you'll be notified every time a new episode is published. Uh, that way you have to look for it. I'm also trying to post these on Facebook every day once they're published. But sometimes things get busy and it's the end of the day and I forget. So I don't want you to miss out simply because I forget to, to post it on social media. So if you subscribe, you'll be notified uh, automatically. So today we're going to be reading the memory text that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And what does that have to do with unity? Well, the, the fear of the Lord, the connection with God, as we already learned last week, um, God begins the process of unifying humanity by uniting humanity to himself first. So this idea of um, being fear of the Lord it implies a connection with him. Um, we don't have time in this little short episode to talk about the fear of the Lord, um, but um, there are plenty of sermons, good sermons, that um, explain that actually it's a Hebrew expression that means all respect, appreciation, um, amazed at the character of God, at the revelation of God. So I want to read to you a one sentence from Sabbath afternoon. It says, Disobedience and carelessness would lead to apostasy and disunity. And I circled one word there. As I read that, I thought disobedience, for sure. Rebellion, for sure. Uh, apostasy, uh, you know, religious heresies. But carelessness? Carelessness. That seems like such a harmless, bland, you know, you know, kind of gray. It doesn't it's not as strong. But the more I thought about it, I thought disobedience and carelessness. Um, I think when I first read it, I guess the reason I just glanced over it is because when I think of carelessness, I think, you know, I forgot to pick up my socks. That's not a huge. Uh, well, <laughs> so yes, yes, my wife, it is pretty big, um, but. You, you understand in the great scheme of things, you know, in the judgment day, God is not going to ask 
I hope, well, maybe he will. <laughs> maybe in the context of marriage, you know, if I love my wife, I will pick up my socks. Maybe in that context. But if you're a bachelor, that may not, you know, be the, the primary in, a question, inquiry that God would bring into your life. You, you, you were not picking up your socks. That's what I think about carelessness. You know, I, I forgot uh, to put, uh, I wore two color socks. That's happened <laughs> before too. Um, things like that. Carelessness to me it implies, in my mind, small things. But the more I thought about the lesson, carelessness, the word itself implies that I have a, a lack of care. Um, in other words, a, a phrase that's synonymous to carelessness is I don't care. And in the, the, the moment my mind came with that secondary synonymous definition to carelessness, I immediately thought of um, Genesis chapter 4. And you may be already guessing where I am going. It's words that were, that were careless. Words that were spoken um, carelessly, but not in the sense that we typically think, you know, man, I said a careless word, meaning I, I blurted out something that maybe I should have, shouldn't have, I was impulsive. Uh, these words were careless in the sense that they revealed a lack of care. I don't care. Uh, and I'm going to read it in, in the context. I'm going to first read Genesis chapter 4, verse 6, um, which God asked a question to a young man named Cain. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why are you angry? Anger is a strong, consuming emotion. And verse 9, when after Cain does what he does with his anger, he kills, he murders his brother, when God in verse 9 says, where is Abel, your brother? He doesn't say Abel, but he adds that emphasis, Abel, your brother. Cain's um, answer is significant. I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? I don't care where he's at. Should I care? Is that my responsibility? So the, the more I expanded in that direction of careless, and I think that might be the intent of the lesson when it talks about carelessness, a lack of care, um, a lack of interest, of emotional buy-in, investment. Um, the more I thought about it, carelessness actually is not a lack of emotion, but a lack of correct emotions. Because in this instance, um, Cain is full of anger. And his careless words reveal emotionful words, words full of emotions. And to, we, we may try to fool ourselves when we adopt this attitude of, quote unquote, indifference towards individuals. Oh, I'll just ignore that person. Really, what I am saying is I have a lot of grudges or emotions so strong, I'll pretend I don't care. But that's self-deception. And God is being a good father, a good God, a good savior. He does not want us to ignore or camouflage or lie to ourselves with the idea that when we choose the path of indifference, the path of, well, I just won't care about them. Actually, you do. And when Cain said, am I my brother's keeper? Those words revealed the absence of correct righteous emotions and the presence of of unholy, unrighteous emotions. He was full of emotions. And that came about and manifested itself through carelessness. 
Um, I, that's anger, right? And there are many other emotions and uh, imaginations that can capture our, um, our words, our thoughts. And one last thought as we initiate this uh, week's lesson, Mark chapter 6, verse 23. The context of this story is, is it's nighttime and there's a party taking place in Herod's palace and everybody's merry and drinking and and Herod doesn't know that a storm is brewing. His wife is watching him and he knows him. The wife knows and she's a corrupt. I mean, she's just corroded. Um, and she's definitely with anger as well. The Bible tells us she wanted to kill this, this prophet named John the Baptist because he condemned what she attempted to do. She seduced Herod to marrying her, even though she was already married to Herod's brother. She was able to come between two brothers. She had used Herod's weakness to cause Herod to betray his brother's trust. I mean, this is a very painful, it's one thing, you know, that for one man to take another man's wife, but he took his own brother's wife. Similar uh, sentiments and actions used between Cain and Abel, which, you know, it kind of highlights that people say blood is thicker than water, not human blood. Our blood is as watered down as water. And it doesn't really provide any substantial bonds. You, you, you and I may think that, you know, because we're family, we will love each other. That's not true. The first murderer murdered his own brother. And in this instance, this brother took his brother's wife, he severed that relationship. So Herodias is looking at Herod and she's scheming and she knows his weakness. She's used it already. And now he's, she's going to go so low as to use his da her daughter, not his, but her daughter, um, and will, in the drunkenness, cause her to dance in such a way that will provoke uh, within Herod carelessness. Carelessness. And Herod does speak careless words, words that should have been guarded by right emotions, right thoughts and feelings. And Herod promises Herodias half his kingdom if she were to ask for it. And when those words come out of his mouth, those careless words, uh, Salome goes to his, her mom, Herodias, and she, of course, says, give me the head. Tell, ask him for the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And that prophetic voice was forever silenced in the life of Herod. Apostasy, the silencing of the voice of God to the conscience. This is the, the subject matter of this week's lesson. How this unity originates? And we're going to be looking at the Old and the New Testament. So we have this, you know, already very strong introduction as to how it happens. And to me, it caught me off guard. Carelessness, which is an invitation. Today, let me ask the Lord to guard my mouth. And by that, I don't mean just the words. Jesus says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. May our Father in heaven fill us with his spirit that we may care for one another, that we may never speak those words or experience the sentiments, am I my brother's keeper? Am I my sister's keeper? The answer in the gospel is a definite yes. Mm -hmm.